0: Welcome, everybody. Welcome. <laughs> everybody good? I've got... I know you guys don't have to stand up, but I just want to thank you for being here. Judy, I used to call him Opie. His name's Jerry. Sandra, I didn't catch your husband's name. Rusty. Uh, some from Perryville, some from the Florida area. Okay, you used to live in the Keys, down where our friend Lynn's at. And Judy, you're still in? <laughs> Percy, forever. forever. They're the Taylors. Uh, close to all of our family. Opie and I, Opie and I. Opie and I used to ride with uh, Scott. Opie and I used to ride trials bikes all the time. He's got four now still. I've got one that Drew rides, but brings it back muddy and tore up. And I'm, that's all I do is fix but some good times. A little story. We were coming back from Litchfield one time, behind your truck, I think, and the trailer hitch disconnected on the trailer. We had four or five bikes on the back. The trailer hitch come disconnected. Well, you can picture it going down and catching the tongue. And it went off the interstate, down in the medium, and just stopped in the tongue, just sit down and stopped. You remember that? God was with us all the way back then. when We were doing things we shouldn't have been doing. God is good. God is good. Glad you're here. Um, Jim Derricks notified us this morning. And everybody knows he's down at Eureka Springs where they have the Passion Play, where they're, kick, they're getting ready to kick off the season. That's what they're down there for, helping build and do things. But he said they're going to have a parade coming up and the lgbt has threatened now to interrupt it they're going to be trying to march in the parade naked to disgrace jesus the governor's already told them you will not so let's just let's just lift that up in prayer we don't need that that that's area has been known forever and ever for the passion play and all that's been going on there father we lift up that situation down there that jim has brought to our uh, mind and we thank you lord that uh, You've given us authority in the spirit realm. We come against the demonic forces that are trying to come in and to disrupt what you're doing. We know we have the victory. We know down the road we're going to win. And Father, we just lift up those that are involved in all of that, that your, your name above all names would touch their hearts and bring them to the place of recognizing that what they're trying to do is totally against uh, what you're going to get accomplished. We know you win. We know we win. And we thank you that these people that are trying to disrupt you can't do it. And we trust in you and all that's going to go on down there. And your word will go on and will take place. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God's good. We've got so much junk going on that sometimes you want to feel a little bit defeated. But, folks, we are not defeated. (laughs) We are not. I want to read Mark... 11, 1 through 10, so bear with me in the Passion Bible. Now, as they were approaching, this is Jesus and his disciples. Now, as they were approaching Jerusalem, they arrived at the place of the stables near Bethany on the Mount of Olives. Jesus sent two of his disciples ahead and said to them, As soon as you enter the village ahead, you will find a donkey's colt tied there that has never been ridden. Let me stop there. You don't ever want to loose a colt that's never been ridden in wild, not only damage to everybody around it, but to think that just shortly, Jesus is going to get on that donkey. Untie it and bring it to me. And if anyone asks, why are you taking it, tell them the master needs it and will send it back to you soon so they went and found the colt outside the street tied tied to a gate when they started to untie it some people standing there said to them why are you untying that colt they've got a reason for saying that goes on it says they answered just as jesus had told them the master needs it and he will send it back soon so they the bystanders let them go the disciples brought the colt to jesus and piled their cloak their cloaks and their prayer shawls on the young donkey. And Jesus wrote upon it. Many people carpeted the road in front of him with cloaks, prayer shawls, while others gathered palm branches and spread them before him. Jesus rode in the center of the possession with crowds going before him and behind him. I, I get the picture of how we used to do it here, coming, coming through. And there are a few years we used a, a, a donkey. What was his name? Margaret. And we realized, and we, I think when Margaret, we didn't quit using Margaret, we used a smaller one, and we realized this is not wise as he was just going all over the place here. So we had a wild situation. They all shouted in celebration, bring the victory, which is, which is the definition here make for Hosanna, as we've been talking about. Bring the victory. We welcome the one coming, the blessing sent from the Lord Yahweh. Blessing rests on the kingdom. He ushers in the kingdom of the Father David. Bring us the victory in the highest realms of heaven. Betty brought it up, but they was expecting expecting the, the Savior to come. But they were expecting, the title of the message is, For What Are You Waiting? I wanted to throw that in there. They were expecting the Savior to come in and to take over the Roman government and free them from the oppression they'd been living in for years and years and years. And that was, that was the heart behind it. Now, the, the Jewish believers recognized, recognized this because they read prophecy. Let me read, uh, Zechariah 9.9 says, in the New Living Translation, "'Rejoice, O people of Zion! Shout in triumph, O people of Jerusalem! Look, your king is coming to you. He is righteous and victorious, yet he is humble, riding on a donkey and a colt. When they seen that, they, th- the excitement grew bigger and bigger as they shared with the people around them what was going on. Finally, someone's going to take over. Finally, he's coming. Hosanna literally means in Aramaic. Save us now or bring the victory. They thought the government was to be overthrown because constant, if you watched uh, The Chosen, you've seen how much oppression was on the people, the Jewish people at the time. So they thought that everything was going to get better. But let me tell you something, folks. They thought the victory was coming, but victory doesn't come before the cross. Victory came after the cross and after resurrection. And we've got to recognize, you know, are are we doing the same thing? I, I've heard so many people say, well, when Jesus gets here, he's here. Yes, we already have the victory. Yes, <laughs> so misunderstood in the religious set. So misunderstood of what is going on. We, we, we don't have to wait. It's here already. We don't have to... We don't have to be in that realm of, well, I'm going to be good and Jesus is coming back and I'm going to heaven. Or I'm going to be good and get to go to heaven. You being good and bad has nothing to do with you going to heaven. You're going to heaven because you believe Jesus Christ, that he died for your sins. That's why you're going to heaven. Everybody in this building, everybody by internet, is going to mess up every day of their life. Because nobody's perfect. You will will think wrong thoughts... Now, if you're under the law, that wrong thought is the same as doing it all. But we've got to recognize that our expectation has got to be in what Jesus has already accomplished for us. He died on the cross and carried everything that will ever go on in our lives for us. The stripes of Jesus took care of our healing. The blood took care of our sin everything's accomplished. They were waiting on someone to come in and take over the government to make it easier for them to live. That's not what we're waiting on. We're not waiting on somebody. We're not waiting on Jesus to come back. We're not waiting on us to get raptured out. We're supposed to be living right now in the kingdom of God. Recognize that right now is where it's at. In Romans 5, 1 through 2, it says, Having been justified by faith, we have have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand. Then it says, And rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. That's not the word hope like they were believing. We hope, question, we hope this is the Messiah. We hope he's going to take over Rome. We we know that hope is a pot the definition for that hope is a positive expectation of good. We know, we know that we know that we know that we know that we know everything we'll ever need in our life has already been accomplished. Our place has got to recognize we've got to we've got to stand for what we've got. Luke 12, 31 says what? Seek first the kingdom of God and give everything. and and he will give you everything you need. Seek first the kingdom of God. Well, what's the kingdom of God? Romans 14, 19 says, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So many times we've allowed the scriptures that say, if you do this and you do this, you'll never get the kingdom of God. And we think that's going to heaven. That is not what it says. Kingdom of God is righteousness, Peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. If you're born again, you have the Holy Spirit. If you're born again, the Spirit of God lives inside you. If you're born again, you have every, You have the kingdom of God. We should be walking around... Allowing the kingdom of God to flow out of you. That's what it's all about. Us to be in this society that we're living in. Us to be facing LGBTs and all the ghosts with all of that nonsense. And recognize that we've got the answer that they're looking for. They're trying to find their answer in their self. What's scary nowadays is, folks, listen to me. The Bible tells us in scripture, we, not the world. They're already lovers of self. But it says the church is going to become lovers of self. When you become lovers of self, you start accepting the ways of the world and how we can accomplish and how what we can do. You can't do anything in yourself. It's all got to be done by the power of the Holy Spirit, which is the kingdom of God living in you and you and you and you. And I don't care what your age. If you got Jesus, kingdom of God lives in you. But we. We don't live there. We've gotta change our reality. We've gotta recognize that I can go to someone that's sick and I can do the same thing Jesus did. I can lay hands on them and they shall recover. I shouldn't be afraid of anything. Why would I be afraid when the kingdom of God lives in me? Why would I argue? Why would I fight? Why would I get mad? If you're getting mad, I've said this so many times and I'm going to keep saying it, if you get mad at anything in the realm of what we live in, you're prideful, you're selfish, you think you're right. Otherwise, you wouldn't be fighting for your right. You don't have a right. He has all the rights that lives in you. And in that, we have to recognize that he, the person of the Holy Spirit lives in you and I. Now, The person of the Holy Spirit is the kingdom of God that lives in us. I'm not waiting for joy. I am joy. Grin at me, everybody, please. (laughs) You don't have to be sad. You don't have to be grouchy. That's a choice. I want to go with what's in me. The Bible tells me that I have the fruit of the Spirit in my life. Well, part of that is joy. Joy should be overflowing no matter. We've been studying James. The first chapter, what's it say? The first two or three verses. Count it all joy. So right off the bat, we've got to count it all joy. You mean when things go bad? Yes, because he's got us. And the kingdom of God lives in us, so we can just, whatever the circle, I'm not happy but I can still be joyful in my life knowing that Christ lives in me and knowing that Christ is going to work it out and trusting in him and paying attention. Right after that, it says, when you don't understand the problem, ask him for wisdom. I mean, he answers right away. He says, count it all joy because I'll give you wisdom to walk through it. In this world, you will have complications, tribulations, but count it all joy. Why? Because I am part of the kingdom of God. You are part of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is on earth. We are passing through. We are going to leave. And oh my, it's going to come shortly. I, I, I'm, I'm just blown away where society has went. But we win. And we can say Hosanna. We can say victory. Recognize, folks, we have peace that, that, that takes care of every problem we have. we have. We have patience to endure. How? By counting it all joy. How? By knowing that God's got it. You say, well, I, need, I, need, I don't have patience. Yes, you do. You are the kingdom of God. You have it inside of you. You have the Holy Spirit that directs you. You have the Holy Spirit that saying settle down, it'll be okay. I've got this. We can take care of it. What about kindness? I'm talking about the fruit of the Spirit. What about kindness? Why can't you just always be kind? You've got it in you. I mean, implanted inside you. When you said, I believe Jesus died and rose again, bam, you've got everything I'm talking about. The kingdom of God is in you. You're walking in that kingdom. You're living in that kingdom. Righteousness, I'm living right standing. I make mistakes, but because of Jesus, I'm righteous in God's eyes. I'm living righteous. I'm doing the best I can do. I'm going to fail, but because of Jesus, God sees me as righteous. Peace, I have peace because it's in me. I have peace because he's made every decision. He knows my tomorrow. He knew, folks, he knew when I was 12 years old. I'd be right here. Now, from 12 to 32 years old, I didn't know where I was at. At 32, he whistled real loud. What are you doing? That was boot camp for me. I learned all the stuff you're not supposed to do. But at 32, he started changing my heart. He started changing my, my mind. He started changing he started making the scripture come alive for me. He knew I needed to be right here. My mom prayed. I was in trouble. Prayers get answered. Every prayer gets answered. I can still hear her in the basement praying. that basement. That i've told you about when my sister diane went down and when you had the wet floors because you always had you had coal furnaces some of you young people have never even seen a cold furnace the stoker the stoker which fed the furnace would stop up and then it would start smoking gas everywhere and so we was always spraying the floor down the floor was wet and diane reached up to turn the light bulb you all have you all have these things where you walk in the switch turns it on for you You turned the light bulb to turn it on. Her hand was up a little too high, and she grabbed the. (laughs) I can still. I can remember her screaming, looking down the steps, and her eyes were big. Anyway, they were about this big. But in the midst of all that goes on in our lives, I don't care what's going on. I don't care if she'd have fell on the floor dead. We still have Christ living in us, and we don't have to. We don't have to allow that fear, which got on me for a while. I was terrified of the basement after that. Mom was praying, but I was still terrified of the basement down there. Life is so crazy. And getting crazier, we've got to recognize you are a part of the kingdom of God. You have stepped into it when you give your heart to Jesus. We don't have to wait to get better. We don't have to wait for something God's going to do. He already did it. We don't have to wait for prosperity. He's already made us prosper. You don't have to wait for healing. He's already healed you. I had a little episode in my heart about an hour and a half ago that what, AFib is that what they call it doc that AFib come back on a little bit and I went okay I carry a, I carry a half a pill in my pocket all the time because I don't take the full dose because I can't think and I went okay I took a half a pill and I drank some water and I said okay did the medicine clear it up probably kick things back in where it's supposed to be but he's the one that made the way And if I'd, I even told Neil a while ago. I said I I might be laying out here. I've prophesied that too many times now. I mean, I've I've said, "Lord, I don't want to suffer. Just take me out right up here on the pulpit." Uh, Not today, okay? (laughs) But listen, I don't care. Now Doc would have to handle it. Don't pound on me. Let me go. (laughs) The fact is, I have zero fear of dying. Now there was a time I didn't want to go through that. Why not? The Bible says to die is to gain. And the Bible says that I'm 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 already okay. So what's the deal? Let's get to the place of recognizing that Let patience run its course because you're going to be here however long he wants you to be here. He knows your comings. He knows your goings. So why not relax? Why not be kind? Why Why not be faithful? He's faithful. Why can't we? Blows my mind. Nowadays, it's got so much worse. The commitment in the body of Christ is like zero. I mean, it's everywhere. It's not just here, but it's everywhere. And, and if you if you say somebody, you know, could you be there at seven? They, they might drag in at ten or fifteen after, because they have no commitment. They have no faithfulness. You've got it in you. What are you talking about? It's you that decides to be late. Now, once in a while, we're all late, but just to be late at everything you do in life is disrespectful. You don't have disrespect in you. You have respect in you. You have the righteousness of God in you. you, you we have it. All. We are the kingdom of God. We have this walking in us. Why? So that everybody you come in contact with recognizes you've got something different. My oldest boy every day is sharing the gospel 3 and 4 and 5 times every day. And they come to him and they say, "We've watched you over the years. What do you whatever you've got, I want it." Whatever you've got, I want it. Nothing else has worked for me. Whatever you've got, I want it. And he would present, because he's allowed them to present the gospel. And then these inmates living a totally, he said, there's there's a unit that's got 28 men in it. Last count, there was 26 of them. Now, we're talking max security. 26 of them coming together at night before they go into their cells and holding hands and praying now. That's the kingdom of God. He's what goes on down Eureka, Missouri. The passion play. That's part of the kingdom of God. Spreading the gospel by how they're living, having a prayed about Jesus, and trying to be upset with trying to somebody to come in to upset what's going on. I'm sorry, but you won't get it done. He's in charge, and he's in charge of you and I. But we are the ones that have to let things. Come out of us. We can't be walking in worry and and drama. There are some people that is mad at somebody all the time. What's your problem? It's not your way? Is that the problem? What about Jesus' way? Yeah, but they don't know any different. That's not your business. We've got to recognize we have the kingdom of God. We've got to recognize that we, we, we we have gentleness of heart. We have that. We don't have to live in drama. We don't have to be mad at somebody. We don't have to get our way. We can we can walk in this, and and it it flows easier. It really does. Discipline. We're disciplined people. In the spirit, we're disciplined. We're we're self-control. I don't have to do things that I shouldn't do. I can just choose not to do it. I don't have to gossip. I can just choose not to gossip. I don't have to eat two pieces of pie. I can choose to eat one. I haven't ate a lot of pie lately. Hmm. Bringing up a hmm. Anyway. Self-discipline What's within me. I, I don't have to. You don't have to. Well, well why, Pastor? Because you are walking in the kingdom of God. You're in the kingdom of God right now. and every problem, you don't have to feed the fire. Every time somebody's mad at you, what do you do? Well if you have the kingdom of God in you, you forgive. You, you don't think about forgiving, but they hurt me bad. It doesn't matter. You are the kingdom of God. Just forgive. Forget, Let it go. if If you'll do this alone, your life will change. Your marriages will change. If you'll just, can I say it politely, shut up? That's politely. And just let it go, and just forgive. Why? 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 Because you are the kingdom of God. Your life is the kingdom of God. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Walking in what God's got in your life, recognizing that you're a person, that, that you're a kingdom person. Can I say it that way? You are passing through. You are nothing, but just, you get everything you ever need. Kind of like those that, that do that. They go to another country. What do you call them? No, not a foreign exchange student. Not a missionary. Oh, come on. It's a government thing. Ambassador. Ambassador. Yeah. Whew. <laughs> it's the medicines. All right. duh, duh. We are ambassadors for Christ. We are, we are, you are literally landing, passing through and leaving. That's it. And the Bible says in the space of time, it's only a poof. And we complain and we gripe and we grumble. And sometimes we feel like we've got a right to gripe and grumble. Look at how things are run. Look at, look. That's why I don't watch the news. We're the ones that's going to change the world. One of these days, God's going to go, okay, everybody that was going to come to me has come. Now the rest of you all come back with me. Boom. It's going to, it could happen before I get done today. Boom. Come on, Jesus. Jesus. But he has already. See, you're waiting. And 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 I'm the same way. Come, Lord Jesus. But really, folks, what are you doing right now? It's Palm Sunday. Hosanna. Hosanna. We should be just... if If we had a real revelation of what lives in us, everything, everything Jesus had on this earth he was showing you the kingdom of God. He was walking the kingdom of God out and he was telling the disciples, listen, you guys go and when you do, cast out demons, heal the sick, go, don't take a thing, I'll take care of you, you just go and what did they do? They went and they cast out demons, they, they healed the sick, they took care of everything. Why? Because they were walking the kingdom as Jesus was walking the kingdom and he put it in the Bible and we haven't figured it out, but that's all he wants us to do. My favorite saying, get up in the morning, love God, love people, and go to bed. Get up in the morning, love God, love people, and go to bed. That's righteousness, peace, and joy in your life where you don't avoid people when you see them in Walmart. You purpose to push through the hurt that they may give you and you love on them just exactly how you could love anybody else, even though they've they, they beat you up. You forgive. You walk with all the fruit that I've been talking about. You walk in that place of, of recognizing. What does it say in Galatians two twenty? <laughs> no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. No longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. Second Corinthians two fourteen. Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph, in Christ. In the Amplified it says, "a triumphal possession, in that parade. And through us, diffuses the fragrance of His knowledge in every place. In other words, as the Kingdom of God flows through you and I, the aroma of God, the Kingdom of God flows out, and they don't know why you're different, but they know you're different. And they sense and they want that difference. And that's how we change the world. One person at a time, by walking, Hosanna. Guys, come on up. Let's close out. Allow him to touch you, folks. The Jewish people were hoping, but we're hoping with a positive expectation of good. We know that we know that we know. We've got everything we need. We just have to choose to live like he lived. Follow your scriptures and see what Jesus did and think, wow, I could do that, because you can't. Why? Because he put it in us. I'm not waiting. I'm trying to live. I'm failing a bunch, but I'm still trying to walk in that, that peace that he gives me, to walk in that joy he gives me, to walk in that confidence of, of I, can do, I can do what needs to be done right now. Let's stand up and let's close out. This is a good song. Goes with goes with this greatly greatly? your love prisoner. You're a prisoner of sin. You think that's the right way to live, but in fact it never gets you anywhere except hell. When you accept Jesus, when you say yes, I need somebody to die for me. Shed that blood for my sin. You get a bonus package. Not only are you are you going to heaven, but he gives us what we talked about this morning. You become part of the kingdom of God. Father, we thank you. Father, if there's anybody here anybody by, by internet that has never recognized they need Jesus. Father, right now, I thank you that they're, they're contemplating and they're making the decision to give their heart to Jesus. It's that easy. It's just to say, Lord, forgive me of my sins. Thank you for dying and raising it again alive. Father, we trust that you're touching hearts and touching lives. Help us to live in that kingdom that you placed us in and not be waiting for something that's coming, but live where you've got us in joy and peace and all that, that you give us, Father. We trust in you now, Father, and we give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. We'll call you blessed. You are dismissed. Give somebody a hug. If you need prayer for anything, I'll be up front.